Hey guys, we just want to know if we're live or not. Let us know and let us know. Oh, somebody just, somebody tugs. Hey, huh? You sent us a message? Are you in the room? Are we live? Can you see us? Oh, you can see us. Okay, both. all right. Fabulous. <laughs> Thank Welcome. You, Jen. Thank you so much, Jen. You're so wonderful. Hey, hey, hey. What is going on? What? Oh, well, okay. She's, she said lock the room. She's our producer. Okay. <laughs> um, Love you. Bye. Hey, what is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside my co-host, who's really close to me today, so Cody close. Maurice Doggett. <laughs> How are you? Uh, hello, darling. How are you? Uh, really good. Really good. So you might be wondering what is going on with the two of them. I'm wondering what's going on right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so we are in... An airstream, an airstream. You know those bullet-shaped RVs from the '70s. Well, we are renting a friend's airstream in upstate New York, in Boysville. Actually, super excited to be here. It's kind of Blair Witch Project, if you will. You can see we are jerry-rigging this up because we have little to none connection. As you can imagine, we lost all power because the winds up here in upstate New York were so bad mm -hmm. that there is no electricity. But thanks to Cody, he brought his glam lights. So thanks to him, we are lit. We are lit. We're looking good, even in Camp Crystal Lake. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a, just enough power to do a show for you here. It's really exciting. How do you feel to be out here? I feel amazing. It looks, it's beautiful, number one. It's dark as hell outside right now. I don't know if you guys can see outside, but it is like pitch black outside. We have to go outside. Every time we go outside, we have to make sure we have lights. And But I'm having a great time. I'm uh, enjoying nature for a, a one time in my life. So Cody's been on his grinder so much, and he keeps <laughs> looking for a bear. And I'm just afraid he's going to find the the wrong type the of wrong bear. If you know bear. what I mean, like a real bear, uh. because we have heard that outside of these parameters, real bears do exist. And I don't know that you're ready to handle that kind of bear. I hey. know you can take a lot when mm. even in your 20% zone, <laughs> but I don't know that you can take all that. Can you take all that? Hey, you know what? We saw a deer earlier, and I'm just expecting them the, the best. She okay? was screaming. <laughs> Cheers to you on Wednesday night. We know you could be watching the vice presidential debate, and we will be going to that in a minute. If you are joining us on any platform, we thank you. We And even in this jerry-rigged zone that we are in, we thank you. And we thank you because... Um, it's very important to vote, right? Yes, it Cody? is. Make yeah. sure you vote, guys. Make sure you, you're registered. Make sure you vote. This presidential election is very, very important. And make sure you're aware of all the issues. And make sure you go out there and make your voice heard.
Well, let's get into it because we've got yes. some topics to get into so you can get back to your vice presidential debates. And one of the things we wanted to talk to was really sparked by our host here in Boysville. Boysville? I-, I think it's Boysville, but I, I it's not, they sound the same. I, I, I think I just said the same thing in a different, like, in, like, you know, a know. higher pitch. Exactly. <laughs> We're really close to what iconic place? Kingston. Kingston and exactly. Woodstock and Woodstock. Yes. So that, if that says anything, but what our host was talking to us about getting on Grinder for the very first time, like a virgin practically, and <laughs> he was talking to us, and we were really struck by our conversation with him because one of the things he pointed out was being in a very far away place is. You need to be ready to go with his observation. When you go on something like a grinder, you need to be, in his his eyes, ready to go. In other words, if you're like me, I like to shop around mm-hmm. and see, well, maybe I might want to get together with somebody a little bit later on tonight. I'm shopping around. His observation, right, Cody, was... yeah. If you get on there, people do not have time for you. To mess around. They no. don't have time for your games. They don't have time to talk. Like that you you all know that that's what I like to do. I like to talk on the apps. I like to see I like to know your whole life story. The whole, yes, exactly. <laughs> I know you want to know about the whole when you're being I 80% about, top. I want about I want to know about the life story of your whole. <laughs> <laughs> but Cody, that that got me thinking because you're on these apps particularly grinder more than not. Do you find when you go on apps like Grinder that it's right here, right now? Um, a lot of times, yes, it is right here, right now. And I get blocked by those certain guys or they don't even like chat with me. And then they will actually come back in like a week or two and say, are you ready to meet up right this second? Um, but so pe- do people get actually annoyed and annoyed with you if because I've been on there before where I've ch- chit-chatted with somebody mm-hmm. and they're interested and I'll say something like they say what are you up to I'm like oh in the middle of work because it's maybe three o'clock yeah. on a Wednesday afternoon and I'll say I'm but they say they're horny that's often <laughs> a, a thing horny Girl. I'm like, well, I am too, <laughs> but oftentimes we don't get to indulge our horniness at that moment in time. So I said, you know, I'm free a little bit later. Oh my goodness! There we have light, everybody. Oh no, he. Oh no, they did it. <laughs> so we just got electricity, y'all, in the airstream here in in. In Boys- Boys- Boysville. Boysville. We're calling it Boysville, all right? <laughs> Boysville. The land. So, but people often don't block. They don't block me, but I they ghost me. Yeah. They really just don't talk to you. They, they cut off the conversation. And then they... Um, down the line they people like to keep their options open basically and if they're looking to connect with you in that moment in time then they'll keep their option open for them to actually connect with you later down later on down the road but do you think that guys actually get annoyed because i feel like if you're not is it okay in your mind cody because i i've said this before in the old days, I used to go to the bars and mm-hmm. I could find somebody that I would be interested in and make my connection. If I wanted to hook up with that person, I got to see them in the flesh right here, right now. 
and we could decide if I wanted to go home with them. And it was really cool. Mm-hmm. When I do go on the apps, is it protocol in, and I'm using air quotes, okay to be looking around, even if I'm not ready at three o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock in the evening, but I'm just kind of looking around. Do people in general, in your experience, not like that? Or what do you, what's your thoughts? I think it's kind of split. I think I've seen on the apps where people are saying, I'm not looking for now. And they put it out there. They say, I'm looking for later. I'm not necessarily looking for right now. And then there, there are those people that, that really want to, to hook up right in the moment. So do you, is your recommendation that I need to put that in my profile, like update my profile constantly? Like last, so I had, you the, can put I it had in blonde, your bio. I had blonde hair for the longest time because I, had, I was blonde all summer long. Uh-huh. Do I need to update that? Because as, as much as you had to update your hair? Yes, darling. Cause I'm not really right now. So, <laughs> but do I also need to update that? Like on my profile, just looking for later so that people don't get pissed off at me. Um, I think you need to, you should put in your bio what you're generally looking if for. If I want to get laid, <laughs> <laughs> what you're generally looking for. If generally, when you go on the apps, you're looking just to hook up, put that in your bio. You know what? Different strokes for different time periods, different different folks that you know yeah um so if you're not looking to to hook up in that moment then you need to express that to that person if it's in your bio that you want to hook up specifically got it i will implement that um one of the things that we were also struck by our friend was that he in this area that he's in that we're calling boysville and we can be totally wrong on that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, we're a little scared in our area. <laughs> but one of the things that we at were at least we're live. <laughs> yes, one of the things that we were wondering. Call the police. <laughs> what was one of the things that he said? That oh, so in other words, he's in one part of town. And he can turn on. So it's not like where I live in the city where I would look and they're in the next neighborhood, mm-hmm. which it would be a quick hop, jump and a skip to get over to fucking. They're actually in quite far areas of 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 this area of upstate New York. And so he's had young boys twinks text him on grinder and say hey can you come and pick me up and we were kind of horrified at that at first until i thought about it and i thought well you know if it's really worth it if it's that hot of a fuck Mm -hmm. why not do it because you ultimately get to control when you're done it's like well let me get you home <laughs> because I'm your ride and you get to kind of control it. What do you think of it? I was completely against that. I was like, I'm of the mind that, um, of an age <laughs> of a certain, I'm the younger of, of, of a certain two. age. He, 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 in his mindset, he's younger. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I was of a mind that if you cannot, if I'm hosting, then, if you cannot make it to my house, then you 
don't get the dick, unfortunately. But the thing is, we're here in Blair Witch Project. We don't have the luxury of just jumping on a train, a city bike, an Uber. There is no Uber out here. No Uber. We're freaked out by hearing sounds <laughs> above our airstream here. So we're lucky if we get any dick. And this is the closest next to me. And it's not happening tonight. It's not happening. You know what? We got to move on. I'm done with this topic. Let's move on. On to a story that happened. Are we still live? Red light is not flashing. What red light? She said, um, it, we're not live. Oh, okay. Well, should we get that real quick? Get that. We'll... I'm going off, everybody. Yes. But are we? Can she see us? You can you see us? Oh, the recording. It's okay because we're. Rec- mm-hmm. oh. oh. It'll be all right. Because if she can hear us, and we you don't, can hear us. Though, are right? there other people in the room? It's okay because we're recording it. Tell her we're recording for our show for the next day. Yeah, we're just recording for the show for the next day. Can you see us, though? Everything's okay? Because I'm pushing the button and nothing is happening. We could go off and go back on. Do you want to go back off and go on this thing? It was a lot to get here. But we can yeah. try. We can or try. just keep going with the show. Let's keep going. Let's keep going because we're recording yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Yeah, thank you, Jen. Appreciate you, boo. You you got a job. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> love you, boo. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So, okay. go ahead. Next topic. All right. Let's move on. And one, this was a topic that, you know, I'm a Madonna fan, Cody. Mm-hmm. Yes. And recently... There was a news story. Apparently, David Guetta, Guetta? Yeah, David Guetta. David Guetta was doing an interview and was talking about the time that he had the opportunity to work with Madonna. And he was really excited. He had a lunch scheduled with her. Her people hooked him up. He had just come off with one of his huge singles. She was a fan of it. They went to lunch. So the, the lunch was amazing. They had a great lunch. She was talking about her brand new album and even stating, according to him, that she wanted him to produce her brand new album at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Until David then tells the story. What happened? <laughs> that she asked David... What's your sign? And the the well, I love this story because they said only Madonna would do pull something like this. Well, he ended up saying he's a scorpion, in which Madonna replied, "Oh, thank you very much, but <laughs> you know, so we're Madonna, not, we're not gonna. If you want to hear yourself, we're not gonna." Um, be able to work together after all because I can't work with a scorpion. And she politely got up and dismissed herself from the table. And that was the end of their ever working 
together. Now, the story that I reference points out that she did work with Bjork on Bedtime Stories, who also happened to be (laughs) who produced Bedtime Stories, Bjork did, and she didn't seem to have a problem then. Well, that didn't bother me because I felt like if you learn when you know more and learn more, you do What's that, Maya Angelou? Mm-hmm. When you, you know what I'm talking about. When you, when you know better, you do better. Okay, she knew better, <laughs> and I guess my question to you, Cody, is because I didn't know a whole lot about astrology as a Capricorn, but I have learned you're, over. You're, wait, you're a what? Capricorn. Oh no, I gotta go. <laughs> well, good luck going into Blair Witch Land over there, and I can do the show all by myself. But the reality is, is I have learned, because I work with my sister as, as a producer, she's a cancer like yourself, yeah, cancers is. and Capricorns work really well together, and I have found myself, I dated a fellow Capricorn. Fellow Capricorns can work well together, but there are some signs, and I found myself on a date recently where i was asking him what's your sign he was a libra and i do well with libras so i was okay there okay um have you ever found yourself getting into either not wanting to date somebody or being okay with dating somebody based on their sign so i've been on several dates where i have asked people their sign and then taken to account I don't discount people based on their sign. However, I take into account their sign. So I see where she's coming from. If you have a negative experience with somebody and they're of a a certain sign, I can see you holding that, like a grudge per se, on that certain type of sign. What do you think? I I do actually think I probably wouldn't want to work with somebody that's an Aries. Okay. Because Aries and Capricorns are both the horned-rimmed animals. Aries are the ram. Capricorns are the... I forget what they are, but they have the horn rims too. Not as aggressive as the Aries. It's like a fish goat, I think. Not as aggressive as the Aries, but we're content to butt heads. And I've dated Aries before, and all it is is they want to dominate the situation time and time again. And Capricorns tend to want to schedule and plan and it doesn't really work cancers and capricorns can work really well together and are are generally more easygoing so if i was to meet somebody that was in aries i might be like goodbye because really because i know more now about them and I, i know that might not be fair but listen you know, you've got your tricks of the trade but, in your Okay, so you wouldn't take into account what that person is actually how that how that person is actually operating because there's more that goes into a, a person than than their uh, astrological sign. I mean, I would. I mean, to be honest, but if it was recently I was meeting up with a fuck buddy guy okay. that we haven't I've talked about him on this show before mm-hmm. and He's seemingly not been around, and turns out we finally went on sort of like a little date, and he turned out to be a Libra. Libras are very copacetic, and things don't really bother them. I mean, I don't know that I still want to date him, but I do like Libras. I'm not sure where I am with Libras, because they're a little wishy-washy sometimes, So, but I do love my Libras, because I have some really dear, dear friends that are Libras. Yeah. I don't know. I know that I work really well with cancers we do and there are some signs that 
But there are some signs like Aries that I feel you bump heads. We're just going to be too sharp headed. And my first ever long term boyfriend is an Aries. We're friends after all these years, but we can butt heads. But we're still close after we dated in the early nineties. Well, that sounds fine. Like it sounds like you like you're taking into account what that person is actually projecting to you as far as like their personality and what they're saying to you so i think that that's that's okay i think so too yeah but and for you does it matter i'm the same way like as far i see how a person operates and how they act and then it kind of it um just it just really it um i'm sorry it just kind of like uh gives me a little bit more insight into their personality as far as what I feel like they're going to be like. It it doesn't define how they are, but it it gives, just gives me a little bit more insight as to how they act. So to use the Madonna analogy, if you're with a guy and you're on your knees and you look up at him and you ask him, what's your sign? And he says, maybe a sign that doesn't work for you. Are you going to get up? Or are you going to like continue doing what you're doing on your knees? Cody Maurice Duggett. Definitely staying on them knees. <laughs> of course you will. Because if we got that far, then I like what they're doing. I might actually get up and stop the stop the, turn the lights off. I know we have. I might. Okay. I'm just saying I might. And that is okay. You're you're entitled to that. I'm that kind of bitch. <laughs> Moving on to our last topic. You know, we really wanted to talk a little bit and keep this thing called vulnerable voices going, and. It's uh, we're really touched that it's really touched a lot of you out there about vulnerability that we all share. And last week we we were really talking about our childhood and how a lot of our childhood has affected us growing up as gay men. We wanted to move into our young adulthood. And one of the stories that I found um, recently is by an actor who's making an impact for himself, Charlie Carver. Charlie Carver, you may know him from, well, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, that's where I met him. Yeah, and um, you'll also know him from The Boys in the Band, which he was on Broadway, the remake on Broadway. He plays the cowboy. He's in the current film on Netflix you can watch, which is really good. I highly recommend it, The Boys in the Band. He's also in Ratchet on Netflix with Sarah Paulson, and he's really good on that too. He was in a recent news article where he stated that in his early acting, he had an agent and they were at an industry party. And at one of the parties, they told him to butch it up, essentially, like you're acting a little too gay. And mm. that affected him. He kind of walked away, according to the story. And then he regrouped with that agent and said, what did you mean by that? Why? And they said, you need to butch it up. And he says, why am I being... And the agent, essentially, I'm paraphrasing, but slapped him, literally slapped him for not getting it. For what? And that, in the article, according to Char- Charlie, he decided at that point that, you know what? Fuck this. I am gay. I'm not going to live under this strife. And it really brought up a little bit of my own, because um, young adulthood in my 20s, when I moved to L.A. as a young actor... And I remember I got a prominent manager who was Sean Hayes of Will and Grace's manager. And I was going to the Will and Grace tapings and he was Mm -hmm. getting me into a lot of 
castings and this and that. But he, I've told this story on the show before, but he wanted, he wanted me to consider doing something with my jawline even to kind of make it a little bit stronger. Oh, wow. And he wanted, even though he was trying to sleep with me, he also wanted me to kind of portray like a butched up version of myself, which it's sad when you have to, the fact yeah. that I even have to say that. When you have to conform. I don't even to... want to go into the details of that because yeah. of what that can do to someone's mentality. And I feel for Charlie Carver, but he's, and that is more recent for Charlie Carver. Mm-hmm. Mine was in the 90, late 90s. The fact that Charlie, who's much younger than me, <laughs> a lot younger than me, had to go through a little that. bit, not that much. You know, we are moving forward, but those things resonate with us as gay men. And you even said something that I did in earlier today that I have a different voice at times. I have my radio sounding voice because I worked in radio and I can sound a different way. And I sound differently when I'm talking to my friends, but that's just part of my upbringing and i think a little bit of part of maybe masking over you know my old self i don't know what are your thoughts on some of these things i've said so um i can definitely see my story and a lot of what charlie's had to say because i feel like i've had to butch up myself as far as and i feel a lot of pressure in order to make myself seem more masculine in for mainstream society especially like trying to break out in in like in the music industry and whatnot um at one point i was pursuing like 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 you modeling and things of that nature and i was told i need to be more masculine i was told that i was told a lot basically and and just like you um it means you're it's can convey that you're not good enough exactly and but it was all under the guise of making myself feel small, basically, so that they could break me down in order so that they could build me back up and do what they wanted to do with me, take advantage of that. I hear, I totally hear you, yeah. and I think a lot of people will resonate with that. What have been your tools, real quickly, if you could share, that have helped build yourself to not believe that? storyline what have you done for yourself because i know you now and i don't feel you suffer from those things although they're like myself wounds that mm-hmm. have in this conversation like mine can resurface and i can hear it in your voice yeah. they can come up what have been some of the things that you tools that you've used like charlie like myself to not let yourself go down that path and be because you're such a strong man yeah thank you um and kind of like charlie i kind of had i had to hit rock bottom as far as that is concerned and um well my my version of rock bottom and um i just had to say that i'm i had to come to the realization that um i'm worth more than this and i had to really lean on my friends and my support system and um, therapy has helped a lot and also like coaching and things of that nature, which I'm, I'm highly involved in coaching so, others, coach, life coaching other people, having coaching myself because as a life coach, you have to get coached yourself. Yeah. So, um, I love it. Yeah. So a lot of that meditation works for me as well. I mean, as a person, 
as a human being, things that work for other people are not necessarily going to work for, for you. So yeah. you have to find what works for you and, and use that, utilize that in order to make sure that you feel secure in yourself and, and, and value yourself. And in some ways, if we were to bring it back to sexually and say like the apps or going out and meeting up with people, mm -hmm. do you ever feel, because I've had moments where things like the things that I suffered from before don't matter. Like if, if somebody meets me out in a bar back in the day and liked me, they're not saying, oh, he's too ma not masculine enough or he's too this or that. There's more of a level playing field mm -hmm. has... But then sometimes on the apps, also, there's things like, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think what I'm trying to say is that have you found that bleeding into an adult male when you're trying to just look for somebody sexually? Or do we have a lot more level playing field at times now? And when you're looking for somebody sexually, as far as the apps are concerned, in terms of masculinity and some of the things that, yeah, in terms of the apps. Okay. Um, I feel like, yeah, the apps kind of level things out as far because, like, it's not in person, and rejection is is uh, a hell of a thing. As far you, when you're rejected, rejected in in face to face, it it affects you. If it affects me more than it does on the apps basically so i think the, the apps level out a bunch i could i can take more chances on the apps than i would in actual real life and the reality is you're a lot more comfortable with who you are now to not let some of that impact you correct the things that you suffered from before yes for sure yeah um yeah, I mean, I want to continue this conversation on, but mm -hmm. we are on a jerry-rigged system here. This is very We Are the World. I feel like I'm about to sing a, a whole refrain right now. <laughs> we do want to hear from you, though, and I think we've reached our time limit yes. um, here. Um, join the conversation. Follow us at Tags Podcast. We will be back in our studios next Wednesday and let us know how you weigh in on some of the things that we talked about tonight. Um, we want to thank you, as always, Cody Maurice Doggett. Thank you, darling. Absolutely. I'm your host, Stevie. And keep it sexy. Wear your mask. We will keep... Follow us on Tags Podcast because we're going to keep you updated on this Airstream adventure that we are on. We thank you. <laughs> Can't wait, guys. All right. Love you all. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>